After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Bag alert, major bag alert. Middlecoff, this mail bag, which you enter by going on iTunes, leaving us a review on iTunes, five stars. We appreciate it. Leave us a question. Tell us your favorite bar. And uh, no, that's it. That's what you do. Uh, you can also do it on Facebook. That's how you get in the mailbag. Yep. We are presented by our friends, sponsored this podcast, uh, the mailbag all week, every podcast, every YouTube show by our friends, Tito Beverage, who started the company. He created this thing called Tito's. It's now Tito's Vodka, number one spirit in America. No big deal. Tito's Vodka. Go have yourself a cocktail. And when you do, send us a pic. Tweet Absolutely. at us, DM us, and, and link us. We're also brought to you by MyBookie.ag, promo code HAM, and the number one. Yeah, get your gamble on MyBookie.ag, promo code HAM, and the number one. You can gamble on football, NFL, college, baseball. No big deal. NL, ALCS. How about a little golf, a little live golf? You want to bet on Xander Shoffley? He's struggling. Uh, MyBookie.ag, promo code HAM1. Get your gamble on. All right, John, let's go. You ready to roll? Ready. Mailbag's made for the weekend. You're busy people. This is from CC Cortez. Kind of a full name on the internet. CC says, Mayock leaked it. Hated being the scapegoat for bad drafting. There's your answer. Could we see the return of Chip Kelly back in the NFL with this new opening or maybe even somewhere else? Chip may not be great, but Mark Davis isn't the sharpest tool in the shed. If you guys had to guess who the next coach of the Raiders would be, who would you pick? Got a strong feeling it's going to be a collegiate guy. When's the last? I, I don't see that, do you? Chip Kelly's not coming back to the NFL. No, I don't see that either. Um, the collegiate guy thing would be interesting if it's, uh, A, a guy Mayock really likes, like, you know, Dabo Sweeney, uh, and Dabo wants to leave, or B, a collegiate guy who has the leverage to get full control but isn't being offered NFL jobs because it's not the first NFL job you pick. But if you're Matt Campbell, let's say, and the Raiders offer you full personnel control, you're like, well, how, how often am I getting that chance? I mean, I know I'm a hot commodity, but damn. I guess I would I would pump the brakes on what I said the collegiate is not on the table. Because oh, I Mayock, thought you were saying Chip was not on the table. Well, Chip's not on the table, but I, I thought college coach Raiders. But then if Mike Mayock is making the pick, his knowledge of college coaches, right, calling college games for a long time, his job going to the pro days, really using those guys as resources, getting to know college coordinators and head coaches. Brian Kelly. Wouldn't you think he would know 
potentially as many college coaches as he would NFL coaches? Yeah, I mean, I would imagine he knows a lot of NFL coaches, but yeah. He just know a lot, yeah. He's talking his, to both of them. Prep Draft prep for him was more about, he. remember he would always say, "It's I'm about the players, I'm not about the fit necessarily. Yeah, the right? talent, yeah. He's just about evaluating, grading the talent, not about like this guy, and although he did he did love that receiver from Germany uh, for the Vikings. But let me get Rick Smith on the phone for you. I'm, I'm going to make it like he's getting a table at a restaurant for somebody. But um, <laughs> I don't know if that guy's still around. But Justin Jefferson's like, like yeah, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Well, how come you didn't call Rick Smith about Justin Jefferson? Anyway, though, uh, yeah, I think you're the, the regardless of where he knows more, he probably knows a ton of college coaches yeah. and has a good feel for maybe even maybe he gets maybe it's a deal where if you if you stick with the guy that's the coach right now, let's say the Raiders have a good run and eh, but but maybe he knows an offensive coordinator in college that would be a fit in the NFL, you know, maybe something like if, that. If Mayock gets to choose, I would say a lot would be on the table. Next up, this is from Ferndale Youth Football Team. This must have been the whole squad that uh, sent us this message. It says, "Don't switch now." Is the title. Love you guys, but you blow teams every year who win this. Who win the September? Come on. I'm not even sure which team it's referring to, but okay. Ferndale in the Valley. <laughs> Keep an eye on that. You know, I I'm not familiar with Ferndale, John. It sounds okay, like yeah. it might be south of Fresno and north of LA. Would be my guess. Um, it had a Bakersfield feel to oh, it. Oh no, yeah. humble. Humboldt. That's I, north not, for you non-geographers. I honestly haven't spent much time north of, uh, I would say, Woodland. Just the one time we drove to the University of Oregon campus in high school is probably as far north as I went through the state. I've, I've done that drive a couple times, but never spent any time in Chico. I actually went to Mount Shasta one time. Uh, this is from Eric on Facebook. Message for the pod. I'm sure you guys will be covering this, but the Arizona game, dot, dot, dot. RD surprisingly played out of their minds. Yeah, Norman's a liability, but other than that, they kept him in check. Our offense, though, I feel Kyle's a large part of the blame for this loss, playing uh, play calling, not kicking field goals. Trey looks like the game is going too fast for him right now. What are your thoughts on that L and who it falls on? You know, the one thing you'd say about Norman in that game, right, is DeAndre Hopkins, one of the best receivers in the league. Speed, not his greatest strength. So in that way, a, not not a terrible matchup. Rondale Moore I, might be terrifying for the next 10 years, though. Pretty good. I guess the knock on him was uh, so, uh, soft tissue issues at Purdue. Doesn't look like an issue right now in the NFL. You don't need a tissue for that issue. Because <clears throat> his tissues are clicking on all cylinders, baby. I saw Norman's already got four PIs this year, so he's you know he hasn't played in that many games. Not a fast guy. A little bit of a mugger at the line. Not ideal situation, but what else are they going to do? They're just kind of rolling with the veteran presence. Their defense was not the problem. They just had to score more points. I, I don't care about plays. I don't care about yards. You just have to find a way to score more points. Do whatever you have to do and not get keep people killed. So yeah. just find a way to score points. Some, Name some, of the game, some, guy. Some, I, I don't mind the not taking the field goals. I, I agree. I have no problem going for them fourth down. I have no problem not kicking field goals. Even that Joey Sly guy, he's pretty ripped. Oh, my God. Doesn't, I was like, doesn't what look is like this going to look kicker. like? And then he nailed it. Wisnowski had a shot. Next up, Farrell Ball, uh, Bell, sorry, Bell. This is Bell from New Braunfels is how he signs this. You can't see the bottom of it on uh, YouTube, but uh, Bell from New Braunfels. What's up, my Caucasian brother? <laughs> this was directed to me, although it applies to both of us. A uh, question for the pod. With the safety play opposite of Tyron Matthew being absolutely putrid up until this point, should the Chiefs seriously consider bringing in Earl Thomas to shore up the back end? I understand he's been out of the game for a minute, 
but that didn't stop them from bringing in Flash Gordon. And you could argue they have one of the best cultures to do so. Am I way off? Or should we expect some activity towards the trading deadline? I feel like Earl's just gone. Like, there's no coming back for Earl Thomas. It ended. Gordon's issues were, you know, he couldn't pass drug tests. And then all of a sudden, a little bit like California, the NFL was like, oh, we're good with weed. So they were like, okay, Gordon's not a problem anymore. To me, the Earl thing, remember, it was like a attacked a player on his own team and stormed out of practice. And the Ravens, who have a pretty big buttoned-up operation, were like, this guy's gone. And they just cut him. Remember that? Remember yeah. that moment? And then one of the teammates, like, showed the practice fee- – or someone showed the practice footage, yeah. and it was kind of crazy. Like, what is this guy's problem? Well, we can say this to Bell, right? The trade deadline is not going to be the – they don't they don't have to trade for him. Do no. They? But, but could they trade? I mean, there's not, like, Ed Reed's on the block. Usually there aren't. Who's really on the trading block most most years? It's like Golden Tate. He could be had for a third. Like it's not. It's not like uh, you know CC Sabathia in his prime. You get him right. It, it happens more in baseball and basketball. Like hey Bradley Beal. Like in football, even the worst team. It's not like uh, you know the Jags. They're they they're willing to listen on Lawrence. You know it doesn't. You're just. It's not really happening. You know one of the issues for them might be that they are in some ways a star based team, right? Like they've got a bunch of they've got a, a handful of like major big time players, and Tyron Matthews one of those guys, and it seems like that maybe he's not quite the peak honey badger anymore. Yeah. And when you're built that way, you know that that puts a lot of pressure on everybody else when you don't have an eraser. But yeah, their defense, I, they got to do something, John. Their defense is. As the internet, as I like to say, the internet likes to say, problematic. It's like historically bad. I think they're giving up like seven yards of play. Now, a lot of that's probably because they've given up, I'm sure, the most like 50-yard plays in the league so far this year. (laughs) Frank Clark's kind of shot. Chris Jones is unhealthy. Their defensive line is not very good. So, like, they they would tell you, you know, even the Honey Badger – we, we when we won the Super Bowl, Frank Clark was good and Chris Jones was good. So we got pressure. And as you know, like you don't ideally you want four sweet D linemen. If two of your four are sweet, the other two with them will look better and your defensive line will be good. Well, their defensive line stinks. And it's because like Chris Jones injured and Frank Clark, after he got nailed with the Lambo and the machine guns, just, just always injured. <laughs> All right, next up. How about this, John? This says, hey Christopher William Nelson, full name on the internet, from Davis High. Look at the photo, John. It's Chris Nelson. From, we went to high school with Chris Nelson. I Haven't played talked to him in years. I played football with Chris. What a guy, man. Uh, he says, I'm a whiskey fan. I knew nothing about Tito's. He's got a photo here until uh, he sponsored you, and now I recommend it to everyone. My question is, how do you two prep for a podcast? How much sports articles reaching out do you two do? Plus the amount of time you two prep with each other, because correct me if I'm wrong, you're like, correct me if I'm wrong, you're like John Madden and Al Michaels. Very raw. The chemistry is dynamic, and your analysis is on point and free-flowing, and yet the depth is phenomenal. Player names, coach names, team names, what's happening? Truly blue-collar couch workers. Hope you're both doing well. Uh, he says, Guy, I loved you. I love the King's era with you and Bobby. Favorite bar is Stag in Woodland. Much love. Chris Nelson, much love back to you. Davis High, class of 03. Think about this guy, Bobby, now coach of the uh, Stockton Ports. I don't think that's their name, but he's they got it. The G League team, right? Are they in Stampede? Stockton uh, or Lodi? Reno? Reno? Modesto? He's a, but isn't he the Kings G League? Bighorn? Coach Reno Bighorns? 
Isn't Bobby Jackson the Yeah, the, are they not the Reno Bighorns? Did they move? No, to I thought Bobby? it's in like oh. I thought it's in like Lodi or oh, okay. one of those towns. You know, Stockton, Turlock, somewhere. Yeah, down. Bobby is the yes, the Stockton yeah. Kings. They just made it simple. That's the way to do it. Good job by them. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, moving yeah. on up in the world. Bobby Jack, we're rooting for Bobby Jackson. Hell yeah. And uh, Doug Christie now on staff too. Good question. Good questions, Chris Nelson. Um how do we prep? Well, I uh, it's a lot of just constant consuming. I'd say that's probably the first thing we do, right? Just we're we're always consuming. Consumer. Con, con, we're consumers. Um, I know when you miss a day, it takes time. You spend some time. I like for me Wednesday. I was doing more Pac-12 basketball media day stuff, and so I spent more time than usual. Probably Thursday, just catching up, watching Derek Carr, just catching up on stuff because you can get behind. You do stuff with the internet, like you get behind the internet real fast. And if you're yeah. behind the internet, people are telling. The good thing is people tell you you're behind. Like, no man, this happened. I think sometimes oh. if you see something on social media, just because I'm not, I don't have like a folder that I keep things on, and there's just so much happening. Sometimes I'll just forward, I'll DM guy a tweet or something, and it'll just kind of keep it in our thought process. And then it'll be yeah. like, oh, this happened a couple of days ago because. Things now happen at such rapid speed. You can be like, oh, we want to talk to that. Sometimes we have a topic that we don't use and we use the next day, right? We do that sometimes if something's going to be an evergreen. But I keep a I know you do. I keep a a page for every show we do. This goes back to my radio days, right? I I think in the football season, like once the season starts. Butcherbox.com slash ham and another special deal. Free for a year, you get salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for a year, plus an additional 20 bucks off right now at butcherbox.com slash ham. Been telling you about it for years. Been eating it for years on a regular basis. Easily find high-quality meat and seafood. You can trust 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised, crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. Always be prepared with meat in the freezer when you get butcherbox.com slash ham delivered right to your doorstep with free shipping. Butcherbox is offering you free for a year plus an additional 20 bucks off either salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for free. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer for a year plus get $20 off your first order. What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, Promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M. Save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM. Save yourself $20. We don't even need a thank you. Just hammer that promo code. It's a little easier to create podcasts than it is. But it's also easier to miss stuff. Like, there's so much. It's like, oh, man, I want to talk about that thing that happened in the Dolphins game. You know, I keep a page for every show, and it might be that uh, we're not doing a show till the next day, but I thought of something, so I just make a note. Yeah, I've done that, too. 
and then you forget uh, or remember. I have a little notepad in my phone that uh, sometimes if the edibles kicking in, I think of something good, I'll type it in. You put it in there. Yeah, I'm always I always find the phone. I hate the phone's too many steps. Like I I hate opening. The, I mean it's it's so convenient. I'm always trying to find other notebooks because I hate going into the, I hate the the thumb and the texting. It drives me nuts. I have but a lot of note stuff in my phone just for a lot of things. Yeah, I use I I use that pretty consistently. But I don't go back. Like I I put some like words of wisdom. Not mm. I don't call it words of wisdom, but just yeah, things yeah, I totally. Think of. And then sometimes you'll go back and go, that was a great thought. I haven't read it in three years. I know. So when people that take notes, you're like, I got 10 years of notes. Well, do you go back and read what you did eight years ago? Because if you do, sometimes you're like, oh, that worked and this, you know. That's right. They say history is the way so you don't repeat it, right? But, Absolutely. But but the, the easier said uh, than writing stuff down is only half. The system has to be you keep reusing, Yeah. you know. Uh, but that's what you can have 30. No one ever's like, you know, there's 37 quotes I live by. Because you can't keep, you just got to be like three things. You know, you got to keep it simple. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the pre-show, we def, we talk before we start the show about our topics and the way we want to uh, talk about things for sure. But I mean, I think we've been doing this long enough that we build a framework. We not like scripting it to different things. I would say in that yeah. regard. Stag and Woodland, you've been there. I've not been there. I have not. No. Chris Nelson. Good. Uh, good. Good guard in college. Thanks for I mean, high school. Yeah. <laughs> was he number 64? Uh, I think he might have been 69, 67. I can't remember. Mm. It was definitely a 60s number. Uh, all right. Next up. God, it's cool to hear from somebody in your past. Uh, Willie Wright, next up. Willie says, if the fans stop showing up or going to games, will Kyle or John Lynch be fired this year? Love the show, but the Niners are so frustrating. God, Willie, stop being so negative. Um. Will the fans start showing up? Will Kyle or Lynch? I don't think those guys. No, those guys aren't getting fired this year unless they have an issue between one another. But I don't think Jed is going to go. This isn't working. You guys are out of here. Or one of you is out of here after the 2021 season. No chance. But one thing we've seen in football is things do change really fast when you start losing. Yeah. Because we think about the name we brought up in the last podcast. Doug Peterson, the second to last year, started getting a little weird with Carson Wentz. And it bleeds into the following year. So I could see, like, they they do need to find a way in the next just month to just win a couple games and right the ship, right? Because it could get weird fast. The Ayuk thing, the Lance thing, the Jimmy thing, and then all of a sudden you're going into next year with bad vibes. And as good as a job as you do of keeping the outside noise out, it does create just an anxiety, a pressure. Yeah, and it's not like, you know, guys, we only won five games when we thought we were going to go to the Super Bowl. But somehow we were able to get Kayvon Thibodeau. It's like, no, that would actually go to the Dolphins. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, right. Because you traded your first round pick. <laughs> exactly. There is no silver lining. <laughs> no. Uh, Brandon says, do you believe Kyle Shanahan, the GM, is holding back Kyle Shanahan, the coach? I don't have enough inside information to make like a true comment. Because I could, could be convinced either way. I, I, I do think that just coaches in general – are not the greatest evaluators. Now, it doesn't mean on individual people. I just mean as a whole. Like, I mean, obviously, every coach can get a certain player right, but as a whole, I don't want them picking players. Because I think we, consistently, historically, in the sport of football, it's very, very difficult when you're also the head coach. It, it just it is. We know he has final say on the roster, so he's ultimately responsible for it. We don't necessarily know, you know, which players he loved and which players John Lynch loved and which players the scouting uh, staff loved and how much he listened to them on 
other players. That first uh, draft, it was clear that Lynch loved Solomon and Ruben, right? Yeah. Yeah. But Kyle, but I mean. Kyle had to, too. He wasn't just going to let John Lynch, who had been calling, you know, football games on TV for a decade, just come pick the two players in his first draft. Right? Scouting postgame spreads <laughs> with Kevin Burkhart. I, here's where I will give Kyle credit. He is very cool with drafting defensive guys really high, even though he's the coordinator, right? He is not – he's very equitable, which I think has been a knock on Gruden. It's like he always leans like he just cares about his offense more than his defense. Like I, I do think that John – or I mean Kyle is like does get the big picture of building the team. Now, is his process right picking the players? That can be debated, but I, I don't knock him there. Do you? Not, I would add also, did you say receivers too? I didn't add that, no. Yeah, skill, offensive skill guys is always, but yeah, I mean, it's, even if he's the one, the, the one thing would be weird is like, he's the one is, if you're picking a bunch of players that are not on your side of the ball, I got to think you're trusting other people. You have to, yeah. Because you wouldn't pick a guy on the so other I side of the ball there. that you really like that your coordinator didn't like, right? That wouldn't make any sense. Not unless you were a dick. <laughs> yeah, it's happened before, I've heard. Uh, this is. This is from Joey. Uh, Joey says, hey, uh, do not think either of you were too hard on Trey at all. Sounds like a scout talking about Trey. People are too soft. Ha, 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 ha. Can you please do a pod roasting Kyle? I mean, this guy has blown, has been blown by everyone since 2019. But since then, he might be the worst head coach in the league. I mean, the offense is a mess, and it's his fault. I've never seen a route concept that run multiple guys in the same zone. I mean, I feel Kyle does not realize when defenses go from man pre-snap to zone post-snap. Most importantly, I feel like all his decisions are him acting like his job's on the line, and he's overreacting to situations, and it gets the best of him. For example, week four, not going forward on fourth down, and then overcompensating the next week when if he just kicks field goals because a good portion of those fourth downs were in field goal range and trust his defense, maybe they win. Also, why the fuck is Trey running like Cam? When you have a running back, uh, when you have a running back that's playing well but only got 11 touches. There's more. I mean, he's all over the place. And was last year no one noticed because the excuse train left the station when Bosa and Jimmy got hurt. <laughs> I think there's more to the fact that he might be fired if he doesn't go to the playoffs. The only way to explain a lot of this. Oh, it's the only way to explain a lot of this. They have not made sense as a franchise since the NFC Championship game. 2020 offseason was a nightmare minus Trent. And this offseason, they refused to play half their picks. I have no idea what's going on in Santa Clara, but I think there's more to the story. By the way, bet you all Jimmy starts against the Colts. If that happens, I think he's coaching for his life. Big fan of the work. John. People people flip on coaches in the sport of football. I would put it up with any reaction in any walk of life that happens faster. Of just like a casual guy who's cool with a coach. He just needs like two games worth. Like, I'm out on this motherfucker. Like I, I, I noticed it on the internet with Frank Reich. Everyone gave that guy a lot of credit. I see a lot of like, I think he's uh, this guy stinks. I was like, I listen. You can go through a rough stretch. You don't just like Kyle, for example. Like, you know, was, was that Kyle? Was that the name of the the guy who just asked Johnny. the question? Johnny. Johnny Marino. The chances that Kyle wouldn't understand what to look for in like zone demand stuff, I think, would be a little extreme. Like, now, do his players, and are they coaching it well enough? I think a strength of Kyle would be, like, the brilliance of understanding. Remember the thing that went viral a couple years ago? In the Sunday night game, 
uh, against the Packers. Not the not the NFC Championship game, but the Sunday night game. He goes the referee. He goes watch. Kittle's going to run this out route. The DB's going to be here, and he's going to hold him. I promise you. Look, and then the guy throws the flag, and it was like this guy's a genius, Kyle. I mean, guy, he was being talked about like a young Albert Einstein of football. And, and not just by the media, later, his own players talk about him that way. And now it's like he's just a village idiot, which which is cool. Like, we are lucky because that does not happen in baseball. No one talks about baseball, and you can't even really have success talking, doing a podcast on baseball. In basketball, it's really just you just talk incessantly about the star players, and then the coach is an idiot, and no one really even knows what the coach does. That's in what football, made specifically. That's what made the Steph Curry pick and rolls. It was <laughs> yeah. a very NFL way to talk about basketball. And the Warriors have been Warriors fans have been doing that for a couple of years now. Well, because every other team runs pick and roll, and Steve's whole big thing is like, share the ball. And but really, also, Steve has a lot of success doing that. Yeah, because they're a big deal is why. Right. That's 100%. Like, I, I bet a lot of like, if you went to the Timberwolves coach, like, what do you want to do? I want every guy to kind of pass the ball, share the ball. Like, that's just a, a normal concept in the sport of basketball, right? Uh, but in football... People turn, unless you have an unlimited amount of equity like Belichick, you get flipped on quick, man. And I, I do think Kyle has just got to find a way, not that his job is not in jeopardy, but just I, I do feel like people are really down on him, really down on him. Well, he's got a quarterback. Playing that guy and developing him is the fastest way to become the guy everybody loves. Like, really, it's the fastest. But just do, remember when they used to do cool shit on offense? You'd be like, damn, that was a sweet play. Damn, that was a sweet drive. Yeah, you know what would be good for them? Like, Ayuk, you said it in the podcast the other day. You mean like a 21-point first half or something and just be up 21-7 to at halftime? Mm -hmm. Something like that? Mm -hmm. Everyone's like, oh, that's the guy we remember that got a huge extension everyone was happy about? Like that? Yep. Score some points. You get crushed as a coordinator slash head coach like when you're the offensive guy and your your offense is just putrid. And when it's like, well, we got enough – there's there's dudes out there You're like Elijah Mitchell he's pretty good like give him the ball yeah I I that's one thing too when you say like well why are you running Trey so much when you got this other guy it's like well I think that's part of what they had to do with Trey not all of it was designed either but but yeah there were moments where I thought just give it to the running back or or give it to Trey like on that fourth and short sneak but um, well, I, give it to Elijah I will, Mitchell I like I, yeah guy. give it to Elijah Mitchell I will say this to the last part about him getting fired which I to me, is not on the table right now. But there have been a million things that have been unbelievable in sports until they happened, right? That have been crazier than Kyle Shanahan getting fired. Again, I'm not saying he's going to get fired. I'm not saying he should get fired. I don't even think he's on the hot seat with Jed, but who knows? But again, there have there have been a million things crazier that happened. Well, and you go, oh, it, yeah, 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 okay. That's the Seth Wickersham wrote a piece. Yeah, if you would have said six months ago, said, John Guy, I want you to do a podcast. Gruden is going to get fired uh, week after week five. List me 50. Po- it's a lock. It's going to happen. They told us this in like May. Give me 50 reasons why this would happen. Maybe we would have come up with some rate, something like that, but yeah. I don't, there's no chance we would have nailed it. Right. We might've been not, somewhat not the- in the ballpark, but it just shows you, you never, ever know. All right, with that in mind, everybody, go live this day to its fullest. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you soon. God's.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.